Start recording. Alright, what's up gang? Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast episode. Slash director's commentary. We're going to be checking out my newest video that just came out like an hour and 19 minutes ago. Figured out, I wanted to do it relatively shortly after the video came out, but not too soon to where nobody had seen it. So if anybody joins the stream and wants to talk about it, I wanted to give them some time to have watched it. And if not, um... If you haven't seen it yet, check it out on my channel. It's right there. First thing. It's the newest video. So, But anywho's, let's let's hop over here. Hop over to the other screen. This is a new video. What is luck? Very happy with a thumbnail. Um, the the title or some titles are something that I've been thinking about. And I want to keep it relatively fresh. In that, like if... What is Whoa, luck? whoa, chill, chill, chill. We're not there yet. But... For titles on videos, I wanted to, that's something I kind of want to keep relatively fluid in that, like, if I'm not super happy with it in the first day, I'll change it or, you know, I'll keep it, I'll keep the titles changing. But anyway, let's get into this director's commentary. So we're watching my newest video, started off with big text on the screen. When I've been doing these sort of big text on the screen type of sequences where I want to emphasize like th the three words that I'm saying or whatever. I've made sure to blur the background a little extra. That shifts the to me. That shifts the focus to the text. I want to make sure that the text is accentuated. Make sure you understand that that is what you're supposed to pay attention to. Um, so let's get cracking. Let's just check it out. What is luck? Does luck even exist? And can we control it? So Roman philosopher Seneca said that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Now this idea of preparation meeting opportunity, I look at it as a graph. The red line going up represents opportunity and the green line represents preparation. And both of these lines go up and up and up until they connect. And where those lines intersect represents luck. Oh yeah, I like that. That whole intro sequence I spent I don't know, I probably spent an hour editing the first 30 seconds, which is good, I think. I think it's a, it's good that I've spent more time on the first 30 seconds of the video, but I feel like, personally, that's a very engaging first 30 seconds. I don't know about anybody else that has watched it, but I like, there's a lot of things that I like about this first 30 seconds, and there's also some that I'm not too fond of, but also, it's, it's still relatively fresh. I just edited this yesterday, so... First of all, I like, and you'll see this in the rest of the video, I like that there's a lot of overhead B-roll. You'll see there's there's overhead of the drawing, of the graph, which I thought it was cool that I used different colors. I don't know why I had never done that before. I had never just thought to use the 18 trillion different colors of Sharpies I have over here. I just, I don't know, I never did. But having the multiple colors, I feel like adds a little bit of extra to it. Um, and then I like that this whole video, I made it a focus to use plenty of B-roll, use a lot of have a lot of shots going on over the voiceover section. And then also, the music selection in this entire video, I think, is something to pay attention to because it's... I was listening to... I guess it was... I, I say I was listening to, but it was it was a stream. But I was it was, on, it was on Van Neistat's Patreon, and he was doing a live stream, talking, just talking about stuff, answering questions, doing commentary, stuff like that. And one of the things he was talking about was how he thinks music in videos is overused and the the more he talked about it the more i was thinking it kind of made a lot of sense to where you know music has to be very in your videos it has to be very particular and it has to be like there has to be a tone and it has to kind of match what the video is about 
And so I try to be careful and not, or I should say, I was, I would try to be more deliberate as to what music I used. I spent, again, I spent half an hour or so digging up music tracks to fit this video's vibe. And so I didn't, and I also, you'll see later, I, I played around with silence and letting it breathe. So you'll take, take a look at that later on in the video as we continue, but that's just something I wanted to address. I like the drawing shots, and I've gotten good feedback on the drawing shots as well, so I continue making those later on. Alright, so in a mathematical sense, luck seems pretty simple, and really almost inevitable. Like whatever the lucky thing is, is going to happen anyway. But as you and I both know as humans, luck can be unpredictable. But because luck is unpredictable, does that also mean that it's not inevitable? Okay, let's think of it this way. When you Oh, that was actually I I forgot I did that. <laughs> so one of the things that I wanted to focus on, another thing that in that same stream that Van Neistat was talking about. He was saying about how what how he had watched a bunch, I think he said it was watching like Russian films or something, like just something simple, contemporary whatever. Um and he was talking about how they didn't use any music, but what they did was they used a lot of sound effects and what he called foley. So foley is just essentially sound effects of just mundane things. So like clicking of a pen or certain small things that you don't really think about, you don't really pay attention to, but there's sound effects involved. Um, so I go back to this section. Pay close attention to this. I'm going to try and be as quiet as I can. But when I take off my sunglasses, this was just, for me, this was just a personal fun little thing that I thought was cute. I thought I thought could look cool or sound cool, I guess. So when I take off my sunglasses, you hear a little, a little sound effect. And that may not contribute a whole lot to the video, but that was one of those things that personally I liked to, and I, I enjoyed in the edit playing with this and sort of experimenting. So check us out. Does that also mean that it's not inevitable? Okay, let's think of it this way. When you buy a I don't know if you even heard that. If you can on the stream, let me know. Or if, I don't know, if you can hear it either on the podcast or the stream or whatever. Let me know if you could hear that. But in the in the actual video, that was something that I thought was fun. And there's a little bit more, and that's something I've just wanted to play with in general. Something I wanted to play with more is doing some background sound effects that you may or may not be able to actually hear. But it, if you can hear it, it enhances the the engagement, I think. It enhances the experience of actually watching. So let's continue. I'm going to talk more about how I'm using sound effects in the future. Um, I want to try and incorporate a lot more as opposed to just using music because I think the more you can layer your audio, the more of the sound design that there is, the better experience consuming it you'll have. Not, not only viewing, but you'll be able to, you'll be able to hear more things and I don't, I don't want it to be overwhelming, but I want you to be able to hear more things to where you can feel more engrossed in what you're consuming. Shoot, wrong button. Lottery tickets. It's pretty much just luck, right? But when you buy a lot of lottery tickets, you're probably going to win something. And statistically, if you buy enough lottery tickets, you're guaranteed to win. You just have to blow all your money. Even just look at the fine print. It says on your ticket what the average chance of winning a prize is. So in this instance, it's not luck at all. It's probability. Does luck even exist? So this was a fun little little segment here. When I was talking about that uh, on the back of the lottery tickets, that there's actually, on this particular ticket, there's a 1, a one in 4.6 chance of actually winning a prize. I did not know that that was a thing. 
So when I was recording this, I had a whole, I have a whole script. I say that loosely, script written out. This is more of an outline there. But I didn't realize that there was this, and this really just played into the point that I was trying to make in this section of the video, that there was a set, you know, chance of winning stuff. There's no, there's no luck to it. it there's actually a statistical probability of winning a prize from those particular tickets. And I'm sure all the other tickets have that same thing. Maybe it's just harder to win off of the bigger ones. But still, I thought that was interesting, and it really helped drive home the point. To me, it helped drive home the point of this section of the video because I was talking about, oh, is it just probability? And it, on this lottery ticket, it literally is just probability of actually winning something. So that was a pretty neat thing, I thought. instance, it's not luck at all. Brent with the chicken. Is that a chicken? Rooster, chicken, whatever. It, it is what it is. The emoji. Probability. Does luck even exist? This was a fun shot to get. I used the GoPro. Um, watching slash listening while I organized my school stuff. Chloe, nice, nice. But this this shot in particular was a really fun one to... Um, this was a really fun one to get because I used the GoPro, and the GoPro 11 has the, uh, I think the, the 10 has this too, but the GoPro has it more advanced, or the 11 does. But it has that horizon lock feature, the 360 horizon lock. So you took the camera and rotated it every which way, it would lock onto your horizon, so it would keep it solo. So this was actually me holding the camera upside down and like running it through the clovers. So check it out. Yeah, so this is, first of all, I slowed it down too, but this is ground level, running through the uh, running through the field of clovers just trying to get that because the this this little sequence was sort of me looking for four leaf clovers and it was sort of to set up just the examples that I was getting ready to give about luck and so having this it felt like it was a metaphor this shot was metaphorical for looking through the clovers like I'm literally looking through here but this is just another angle of that that I thought would be creative and kind of cool. Oh yeah, I dig it. Also, just a unique perspective. I think it's really interesting. Now, is luck something that we can control? And if so, how? Does it have to do with our choices, or is it based on the energy we put out, or is it some sort of divine intervention? Is it superstition? What is it that determines our luck, and can we, in some way, control that? Fun fact too, these shots, I haven't I haven't taken my overhead shooting rig outside since I built it. So this was a really fun experience. I need to do this more. I don't know why I don't do this, but I had a lot of shots that I got outside using the overhead rig instead of just pointing the camera down. That way I got a, that way it was that way it was a still shot and not, you know, wiggly because I was holding it. But this was a fun little thing. I used it I had I had actually uh whatever this was Friday, whenever I was filming. I had a really fun time getting all these B-roll shots, this, all this stuff. I had a whole list. This is another thing. I've never done this before, but I made a proper shot list for this video. So here it is right here. I have it all right there written down, and I've got them checked off. And it, I, Every single one of these shots that I've written down, I have in this video. So it's pretty cool. They say that if we manifest good things and good energy, that good things will come. The same applies for bad energy. If we put out bad energy into the world, then bad things or bad energy is going to come back to us. 
So, does that have anything to do with luck? So with the idea that we put out good- Also, another beef I had, just with the day I was recording this, and the day I recorded the last video too, it's been super windy outside. Thankfully, I have the microphone set up to where it doesn't really make a huge difference with wind. It's just annoying because, like, my hair's blowing around all over the place. And also, it's just, you can kind of hear it in the background, which kind of makes for subpar audio uh, environment, I guess. But it's, again, having the, the little wind protector on the microphone still really helps. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Let's continue. <laughs> we get good energy back, and same with bad. If we are in that much control, the birds were loud too. Does luck even exist? And if not, now there was something I did control. on purpose. I made sure, and because back a minute or so ago, I asked the same question. I said, "Does luck even exist?" And I wanted to drive that point home multiple times because in this video, well, first of all, let me provide some context to this. So, I was watching something. I couldn't. I, I watched so much stuff about just all of this crap but something was saying that if you were asking questions in your video to sort of answer some of them does lucky mean i don't know does it but it was saying whenever you're asking questions in a video you want to hold you know you have like in this particular example i had three different questions i asked i asked what is luck i asked can we control it and then i asked does it exist and i answered what it is and i answered can we control it basically but i held the does luck even exist question. I held that question over your head and I made sure that was the question that I waited till the end to answer. Because I, like I said, like if you pay attention, I've never gave a proper answer to that question until the very end of the video because I wanted to keep that question. First of all, I wanted to keep asking that question. I wanted to, you know, I answered what is luck? What is it? Or at least I gave some sort of a definition multiple times. And then also the does it or can we control it? I kind of talked about that too. But the does it exist, I just kept asking it as sort of a, you know, I kept talking about these things. And I'm like, but does it even exist in the first place? And so we kept going back to that question. And then you get to the end and then you kind of get that relief of figuring what it actually is or if it even exists. But if our destiny is predetermined, does luck even exist? This was a fun shot. I liked doing this. Luck refers to that which happens to a person beyond that person's control. And luck is a way that I like I like the little clicking sound effect. I don't know if it I don't even know, I don't know if you can hear it. But that's again one of those things that I started doing recently with my shorts that I've been editing is having a lot of sound effects. Just I'm trying to with the shorts it's more of an experiment to try and see how engaged I can get somebody to stick on watching a short video for 30 seconds. But I'm sort of implementing that into this video as well, where I have something pop up on the screen, like the definition of luck, for example. But there's also a little a little sound effect to, to kind of... Not only are you visually seeing that visual pop up on the screen, but you're getting a little... You're getting a little click in the sound effect to enhance that. So you're seeing it and you're hearing it. So it's like a double... It's It's... Adhering to two different of your senses instead of just one you're seeing it and you're hearing it so that I think that Just adds to the engagement of it. That's at least where my thought is 
So as you see, if there's anything that pops up on the screen, especially in the shorts, but I want to implement it more into the videos to where it doesn't seem tacky. But you'll see more of that where if something pops up on the screen, you, you'll also be able to hear it come up. That we humans define improbable events. So can we not control luck? Or if we can control it, it's not luck to begin with. What? Is it? What? What is luck? What if if luck is when preparation meets opportunity? This was fun too. I reversed it. What are we and it like was erasing. Or how do we know what to prepare for? Or when is this opportunity going to come? We don't. Oh and yeah, that, that was cool. I I used the same sound effect, but as you saw, the video was sped up. So the the sound effect was not sped up, or else it would have sounded kind of weird. But the uh, what is that? No idea. Anyway, the the, the video was sped up, but the sound effect wasn't. I thought that gave kind of a cool effect. It again, probably not nobody noticed it, but what to prepare for? Listen again. Is this opportunity going to come? We don't. And also, the sound effect started before the video, which I didn't do that on purpose, but it kind of worked. I enjoyed how that kind of felt. You you heard the beginning of the scribbling sound, and then you just you got the video after that. And also, I like I did this actually this sort of sequence. I did this twice in the very beginning when I was drawing the graph. I drew it in speed, and then it stopped, and then it started to zoom in a little bit, and then the same thing goes here. And that, my friends, is what luck is all about. We I don't know why that feels cool, but I really like how that turns out and how that looks, because you get the thing, and it speeds up, and it finishes the drawing, and then it zooms in, and it goes quiet. So that's that's an example of I have a sticky note written here somewhere. Yeah, let it breathe. Speaking of, I haven't written on a sticky note in a while because I've started writing a little notebook, but still. But anyway, that was a thing where you get the you get the information and then it stops and it, and it lets you digest it and it breathes. And then it cuts to the next thing. Or if certain good or bad things are going to happen to us in preparation, whatever that may be, we're trying to make the right. This was cool too. I'm just gonna geek out about this a little bit because it's I've I've. <laughs> The shot of me drawing this graph, I reused like six times. Not six, probably like three or four times. But I reuse it in a slightly different way, so it feels like it's it feels like it's all unique, at least to me. I also really I was trying to get it to where I tracked the tip of the pen, but it didn't quite work out that way. And the way the shot was set up, it didn't quite work. So having that little motion in there, I felt enhanced that image a lot. In preparation, like that's cool. I think that's cool. Whatever that may be, we're trying to make the right choices to make our. Also, the music's cool in the background. I just, I like, I like the sound design of this video. It it feels really cool to me. Our own personal situation. And it almost feels more eerie more too. Or more likely to experience good fortune. So essentially, we're just trying to put ourselves in a position to succeed or have good things happen to us, even though we cannot control it. This kind of bothered me a little bit. This shot. The, okay, first of all, the whole cereal pouring thing was so awesome. I loved it. But you can see right here. You can see the lens of the GoPro. Just, bur I mean, you probably can't even see it if you're watching it on your phone or something. But I could see it, so it kind of bothered me a little bit. But, yeah, you could see the GoPro just a little bit. Not enough to make it terrible, but you can still kind of see it. The preparation is us doing everything in our power. Ah. Prepare. I don't know the word. Come on. That's so, I, I don't know. That was, ah, was so cool. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was so I was so happy with how that turned out. <laughs> I was like thinking about 
fun little creative shots to get. And I was like, dude, I got to pour cereal on the GoPro. It just has to happen. And fun fact, I have, so I have the GoPro and then there's the, uh, there's a the protective housing that I have too. That It's like a case essentially. And I almost didn't use the protective housing whenever I was getting that shot. And that's part of why you could see it because the protective housing makes it really bulky. So you could see that little bit. But at first I almost didn't use it, but I was like, you know what? I'd rather use it and then it be safe than get cereal dust in some of the, excuse me, get cereal dust in some of the holes. And I tell you what, the, that was exactly, I'm so glad I ended up using the protective housing on that because man, was that dusty. The GoPro, you should have seen it after I got that shot, the GoPro housing was like covered in Lucky Charms dust. And so I just wiped it off and it was fine. But had I not used that, it would have gotten in the speaker, it would have gotten in the microphone, it would have gotten everywhere, it would have been horrible, and it would have been a mess to clean up, and it would have probably, I mean, it wouldn't have ruined the GoPro, I don't think, because they're built for stuff like that, but it would not have been fun to clean it up. It would have been annoying, it would have been a pain. So I'm glad I used the protective housing for it, because that was, that was a mess, that was much messier than I anticipated it being. The preparation is us doing everything in our power to prepare. I have no other word for it. That's so sweet. Mm. And this was really yummy. Something good is going to oh, happen yeah. to you. No matter what. It's just a matter of when. And it's just a matter of how it sort of comes to be. The probability of something good happening to you is 100%. It's going to happen. And I think what opportunity... Here I am, you're reusing this footage again. We've done the preparing. We've made our choices. We've done the things that we perceive. I need to use in my overhead drawing shots. I gotta, I gotta utilize the colored Sharpies more. I feel like that... Something about that just makes it visually more interesting. Because there's multiple colors going on. I don't know if anybody else felt that. But I really, really enjoyed that there was... I used the black sharpie obviously but i had the red and the green to set the example for multiple different things that was really cool to me so i think that's a just a little layer that i think makes the videos like this much better because that's the thing when you're making these kind of things and really just making anything art wise or in anything you get a little bit better every time and that's that's how it works and that's the thing that i really liked about this video was there was a lot of little bitty things i did better like the the color, the color sharpie you wouldn't think that that's important at all but to me, I felt better, and I have a better relationship with my work. Cause I, I just I look at that, and I'm like, oh, that was cool. I'm glad I did it that way. Or, you know, using the GoPro and the cereal bowl. Like, that was cool. I'm glad I did that. Because it turned out cool. I, I enjoyed watching it. And if, any, if anything, I don't care if anybody enjoys that particular thing that I did. But I like that I did it, so that's what matters, you know? Because I'm the one making it, and it's my, it's my work that I have to have a relationship with. I'm glad I did the things that I thought were cool on that one. Eve to be good subjectively. We think, okay, we're doing good. Let's just hope an opportunity comes. When opportunity does come, it's sort of a hard work paying off moment. It's the realization of our preparation. Now, another thing I just thought of that I want to mention is that in this video, that section, okay, it went from 413 to 427. So that's like 14 seconds of talking headshot. That is, I think, the longest that it's on my face. And that's something I wanted to stress in this video. So we got 32, and it goes to... Okay, that's pretty long too. But there's only a couple of scenes where it stays at the talking head shot for 
10 or 15 seconds at a time. Other than that, there's a lot of B-roll, which I'm super happy with because that, I mean, objectively, I'm not going to want to sit there and watch somebody's talking headshot for a million years. I want to see some more interesting stuff on top of it. So yeah, you can listen and that's all you, with those shots, that's all you really need is to hear the information because I'm not really doing anything visually valuable except for talking and talking is not visual. So I have all these other shots to go on top and I think, I think that I took a really big step in the right direction with this video. But I even I still think I could do even more of these types of shots. Also, fun fact: there's a four-leaf clover right in the center of the shot. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but yeah, let's go back five seconds and continue. Paying off moment. It's the realization of our preparation. I thought that was a cool line too. Mm. Does luck even exist? Does luck really exist, or is it just things that were destined to happen anyway, happening at convenient times? I think I think that's up to you to decide. I think that's up to every one of you watching to decide. Is is it actually luck or were the things built up to this thing happening? That's so you cool. Are to say whether or not luck exists in your existence. Okay, first of all, before we get to the, I, this is probably my favorite shot of the whole video. But I was so happy that. I found a four-leaf clover outside because I, I made a video about four-leaf clovers a while back. And I was annoyed because it took me so long to find a four-leaf clover back there in the parking lot. But I found one relatively quickly in this video. And I was so happy because I was like shooting out. That was one of the shots I wanted to get was an overhead of a four-leaf clover. And I found it and it was in the most perfect spot because there was space to set the little thing up. And I could look down at it directly and it was pretty and it was, mm, it was about as good as it could have gone. And I also got the shot of me picking it, and it it was cool. That whole that whole thing worked out in my favor quite a bit. And then this shot, this is a shot that I came up with like a week before making this video, before even starting the process of making this video. So we have the two lottery tickets that won a prize, and this whole thing is in slow mo. It's like fifty percent. I cut the speed in half, so it goes like half as slow. And these are the two that I won. And let's just leave it at that and I'll show you the rest. However you want to justify the things that happen to you in your life, good, bad, or indifferent, it's up to you. Whatever gives you peace of mind. This is so if cool. If you're man. ever feeling a little bit extra lucky, or if you feel as though your preparation is about to meet an opportunity. Maybe if you found a four-leaf clover. Okay, let me talk about that money shot for a second. First of all, shout out to Tyler for giving me all the dollar bills. Because I went to the bank and I changed in some coins for money for this particular shot. I had like, I had a bunch of change just sitting in my room. So I took it to the bank and I was like, hey. Or I wanted, I exchanged it for cash. I got a little ticket and took it up to the thing. Anyway, I was like, I hate to be difficult, but can I get all of this in small bills? <laughs> I want it. Well, the change ended up to be like $43. And so I was like, all right, I want a 20 and then the rest of it in small bills for this shot. And I didn't, I mean, I told him cause he's, he's a subscriber, but I told him, I was like, I want it for a video. So is there any way I could get it all in small bills? And he's like, yeah, for sure. So we got, I got like 13 $1 bills and like two fives or whatever. I've spent it all already, but that's, that's not the point. And I wanted it for this shot. So I literally, I, I had all this money for it to look pretty. I had it all set underneath this big notebook here. And it was, it was, I tried to flatten all of it out as good as I could. That way it didn't fold up in the thing and whatever. Cause people, 
I mean, it's just how wallets work, but I wanted to make sure it was as flat as it could be to make it look pretty for this shot. And it was awesome. And I thought it was this, this whole idea I thought was really cool because that money shot in sync to me, that was a visual storytelling tactic. That was how I considered it because you have the tickets that won the lottery. Jesus, that thing's long. But you have the two winning tickets, and obviously, if you pay really close attention, you can see that it only won $2, but um, the point was to show that of the 10, I won twice. So, is it actually luck? And either way, it doesn't matter because there's, there, I don't know, there's, uh, I'm trying to think of what it exactly, it, it's one of those types of things, and I, another thing I want to go off another tangent, I can't, I, I know why I did it, but I, it's hard for me to explain in words. And I was watching another, I was watching a podcast on Van Neistat's Patreon. I'll be on that. I'll be obsessed with that stuff. It's grind. Um, but one of the things he was talking about, and he was, t- he was talking with a musician, one of the guys that uh, did some of the score for his videos. And he was talking about as an artist, how somehow you know exactly what you're doing and it's in your gut and it's in your soul. But if somebody asks you why or how you did a certain thing, you have no clue how to explain it to them because it's not something that you can just put into words. It's just something that you know, and it's like a feel. Does that make sense? I don't know if anybody out there can relate, which I don't know, but you know, you can, and I see this with myself all the time as a creative person that I do all these certain things because it feels right. I don't. And if, if like, if you asked me, exactly why I did a certain shot in a video or exactly why I did or how I did certain other things and what my reason was behind it. I'd be like, I don't know. I just thought it looked cool, man. You know, that's just, that was, that's what I would say because I just, uh, it's hard to know sometimes. And I think personally for me doing these director's commentaries is helping me a little bit in, in being able to explain verbally why I do certain things, even though sometimes it's sometimes, okay. Some of the shots that I get are intentional, but they don't feel intentional because they're just sort of instinct. Chloe says, I have that problem sometimes when I try to describe slash show a beginner how to play an instrument. So much of it is feeling. Exactly. And you can't teach feeling. You can't teach that because it's something that over time you personally develop. Like you can't just be like, oh, it's a feeling. You'll get there. How do they know to get like that? That's, that's, that's not really effective because it's, it's just a thing. That if they will understand that feeling, then they've already got that feeling in them. But this shot is one of those types of things where I know exactly why I did it, but I couldn't, I couldn't describe it. It, it, And I'm going to do my best to describe it. So I wanted to show the two tickets that I won. And I wanted to show the money because the, that's an example of in theory, how easy it is to win money on the lottery or in lottery tickets, because or, sorry, how probable it is. It's This is an example showing that it's not really luck if you're playing the lottery. It's not luck. It's entirely probability. And this is sort of a driver of that point. It's like, yeah, see, look at all this money I won. Even though I totally faked it, it's not only, it, it, I didn't win this money. But it's, it's, just, it's just for the theatrics of it. It's to make it look like I won money. The things that happen to That's you my best description. Life, there you go. <laughs> it's up to you. Whatever gives you. I was kind of annoyed too because the dollar bills fell the same way every time. So like the first five or six of them that I threw down, they were all upside down 
and it looked annoying, so that's just a thing. Eh, I'm gonna go upside down. Upside down. Uh, okay, that one was a little bit better. Feeling a little bit extra lucky, Jeez. or if you feel as though your preparation is about to meet an opportunity, maybe if you found a four-leaf clover or are eating a bowl of Lucky Charms cereal. Yeah, that's another shot I used like six times. That particular Lucky Charms shot, I actually I used it three different times. The first time it was me pulling it off of the desk, and then there was another time I this one I reversed it, so it was like I was pushing it up into the shot. Uh, Chloe says, I think luck and probability get interchanged in a lot of people's heads. They're super similar. I think... I think the... I, I defined it once in this video where I said it was how people... Um, describe improbable events. Like, how they justify improbable events. They're like, oh, this is extremely improbable, so it's probably just luck. But... I don't know. It's... it's there's There's a lot... It's hard, it was, in thinking about it and in writing this video, it was hard to find something that was actually luck that you couldn't attribute to certain other things happening. Like, finding a four-leaf clover seems like luck. But, surely, it's some sort of mutation in the, in the weed, because it's all clovers are, they're just weeds. But, it, surely, there's some sort of mutation down the line where you're, you're, there's a probability of a clover having an extra leaf on it. So there's, there's, you can really, if it, and that's just that one example, but I'm sure most things you can go through and say, well, this is this because, you know, it seems lucky and it seems improbable or whatever, but it's, it's, um, there's a particular reason and you just go back and you just, um, reverse engineer, whatever it is. And then you can find, well, this is why it is. It's not lucky. It's just because of this. And there's a domino effect and a chain reaction, and this is why this happened. Whatever it is, don't delay. Go buy a lottery ticket. And maybe, no, probably, you'll get lucky. I thought that was clever. That was a, I thought that was a fun little way to end the video was, you know, if ever you're feeling lucky or anything, go buy a lottery ticket. You know. Because that's what people always say all the time is, like, if you, you know, if you do something, if something lucky happens to you. They're like, oh, you better go play the lottery because you never know. And I was like, that's, that, that'd be a clever way to end it, I think. I don't know. I thought that was a particularly fun little thing. I had a little hard time with the end of this video, though, because it was like, it was kind of really serious here. And like, it was it was really, ooh, that kind of music. And then all of a sudden, I just cut it off and made a joke. So I don't know if that was effective, but I thought it was, in the in the moment of editing, I thought it was clever. So I was like, eh, we'll, we'll use it. I thought it was funny. So it is what it is. But I also figured I would do the little little title sequence at the very end because there was really, first of all, there was no, to me, there was no good place to put it in the beginning of the video. And also, I feel like it works better at the end because if you're trying to enjoy a video, you don't want to see some, I don't know. And I think this is a thing too that I want to credit to people that watch till the very end because if you actually want to see this thing, like see what episode it is or whatever, you got to watch to the end to see it. And then obviously, I don't know. That's something I'd probably just overthink about is where to put this thing, the intro sequence, because I hear a lot of things about, you know, having an intro sequence such as this, like a, like a title screen. So I'm trying to say having a title screen is not really, it's sort of an outdated concept. So I've just not really too heavy on putting them in, but I did still, I still want to have it in for brand's sake.
So, excuse me, I figured having the end would be kind of neat. And that's just, that was just, there's not much else to that. I just figured it would be kind of interesting. But, I want to, I want to, I don't know. There's a lot of things, I don't know. I think overall I enjoyed this video, that I, I enjoyed making it. I like the use of the overhead shot. I want to use that more as much as I can. And I think there's a, I need to be more creative in it because a lot of times I just kind of think, oh, I don't know how I'm going to use this. I'm just not going to use it. But I could, and I totally should every time because it, it looks cool. It's a cool thing. I just want to find a way to effectively use it in future videos, which that's another thing. I'm going to be out of town next week, so there will be no video next week and probably no podcast as well. Um, in the following week, I should be back. I should be raring to go. Um, yeah, I should be back that week. And then I don't remember. I had to go back and figure stuff out. But definitely no video next week. And then the week after that, I should be good. And then we'll see how it goes after that. But that's probably going to do it for this week's Director's Commentary Podcast. It's a little shorter one today. But again, it, it, there's no, there's no uh, certainty for time framing. But it, it is what it is. Short, long, it doesn't matter. As long as you guys had fun. I had fun. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, check out the full video again if you haven't. If you're new to the channel, check it out. And if you enjoy, you know, do the things. Um, for my Spotify viewers, what's up, gang? Um, do the thing. I don't know how Spotify works for the most part. So, like, save the podcast or follow the podcast or whatever you do. I don't know how it works. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed the director's commentary. Again, no, probably. Definitely no video next week. Probably no podcast next week because I like to do these director's commentaries. And also, I just won't have time probably. Um, but yeah, see you in two weeks. Bye, gang.